It's the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Here's Rob Carney. The Monday, November 8th, 2021 edition of the Heartland at Noon brought to you by Heritage Insurance and Purposed Financial, working together to serve you better. Coming up on the show today, Remembrance Day, coming up later this week, Thursday, a time for all to reflect and pay tribute to the ultimate sacrifice for the freedom we enjoy today in Canada. The local branch of the Royal Canadian Legion will play a large role, as always, in this year's service. It'll be a scaled-back version, so no service at Mosaic Place, but the service conducted at Jones Parkview Funeral Chapel can be viewed online, and they're going to stream it at the Royal Canadian Legion. People are welcome to gather there. Today, we'll visit with local veteran, Legionnaire Sue Knox, who can now add military historian to her resume. She has unveiled a project that honors 500 local and local area people who paid the ultimate price for our freedom, dating back to World War I. Stay tuned for that story. COVID-19, the latest situation and statistics on the way. Bats! Many of us are creeped out by bats. They got a bad reputation from the movies and the comic books and from Halloween. But bats eat mosquitoes, and that's just one of the reasons we should all like them. And two of the eight species of bats in Saskatchewan are officially on the endangered list. It's not good. We'll have more on that story coming up. And Megan Nash, local artist, just releasing a new album with her band, The Best of Intentions. We'll visit with Megan and listen to some of the new music today on The Heartland at Noon. You're listening to 800 CHAB Moose Jaw, a Golden West radio station. Discover Moose Jaw News for Ivermain Place. Small town life is great when you're surrounded by people with big hearts. Contact today for senior living opportunities at Ivermain Place Central Butte. Good afternoon, I'm Haley Shirky. The Moose Jaw Police Service responded to a fight between two people on the 800 block of McDonald Street West on Saturday afternoon. The two people involved were known to each other and police determined that an edged weapon was brandished at the incident. An 18-year-old man was charged and arrested with assault with a weapon and assault and weapon dangerous to the public. The man will be released on the conditions of no contact with the other parties and is scheduled to appear in court at a later date. No injuries from the incident are being reported. G3 Pasqua has accepted the Canadian Pacific Elevator of the Year Award for the second time. The high-efficiency grain elevator is located near Moose Jaw, and CP presents this award annually to the grain elevator that achieves high volumes from a single loading point while consistently demonstrating efficient railcar loading and a strong commitment to safety. In December 2018, CP also chose G3 Pasqua as the site to launch its new high-efficiency product train, comprised of new high-efficiency hopper cars. G3 Pasqua has been in operation since 2016. With Halloween long over, people begin to question what they should do with their leftover pumpkins. The Nature Conservancy of Canada is urging people to not discard their pumpkins into forests or natural areas. Mary McFarlane is NCC's Director of Science and Stewardship. While it may sound like a good idea, McFarlane says throwing your pumpkins in the woods could unintentionally result in wildlife becoming sick, in addition to others choosing to dump debris. McFarlane recommends people use compost bins at home or take advantage of local composting initiatives. Composting can keep pumpkins out of garbage and landfills. She says contacting local farms, wildlife rehabilitation centers, and zoos are also a great idea as they may take the pumpkins to use for animal food or enrichment. It's the beginning of a new era when City Council meets today at City Hall. On the top of the agenda will be the swearing-in of Clive Tolley as the new mayor of Moose Jaw. The results of last Wednesday's by-election was made official on Friday morning, with Tolley taking a 41-vote victory over second-placed finisher Crystal Froze. A total of 6,029 ballots were casted during the by-election. We'll have full coverage of tonight's council meeting on discovermoosejaw.com. The poppy is a historic symbol, and this year is the 100th anniversary. 
Moose Jaw's Royal Canadian Legion is getting ready for this year's poppy campaign. There will be poppy trays out around town, but it's unknown if people will be able to stand with them. The Legion's poppy chair, Barry Young, says the donations from the campaign will go back into the community. They're used for veteran services, looking after veterans and their dependents in Moose Jaw. We also use them for community things like hospitals and stuff like that. A special poppy pin can be found for $10 at legion.ca for people to celebrate the 100th anniversary. There were 157 new cases of COVID-19 and six new deaths reported in Saskatchewan yesterday, along with 231 recoveries. 1,665 cases are considered active at this time, and 191 people are in hospital, with 47 in the ICU. Of the new cases, one is in the south-central zone, 32 are in Saskatoon, and 29 are in Regina. There are currently 41 active cases in the south-central zone. And now, the Golden West Radio Money Scope for Aaron Rustin of Purposed Financial bringing understanding and financial success to clients for over 35 years. The TSX is up 101 points, the Dow Jones is up 85 points, the NASDAQ is up 41 points, and the Canadian dollar is up at 80.34 cents U.S. And do you have a story to share? Click Submit News on discovermoosejaw.com. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau delivered a rousing speech to open this morning's Liberal caucus meeting, railing against Conservative MPs who refused to get vaccinated against COVID-19. He says the Tories are asking for special treatments and, in effect, saying they don't need to be protecting the people in their workplaces or setting an example for Canadians. Flags on federal buildings across the country are at half-mast today to honour the sacrifices of more than 12,000 Indigenous veterans of the First and Second World Wars and the Korean conflicts. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau told the Liberal caucus this morning that Indigenous people who served across this country often faced discrimination and barriers. Conservative leader Aaron O'Toole narrated a video about Tommy Prince, one of Canada's most decorated Indigenous soldiers who returned from battle only to be denied veterans' benefits and become homeless. New York Congressman Brian Higgins says Washington's decision to reopen the border to fully vaccinated Canadians and other foreign nationals should have happened six months ago. Non-essential travel resumed overnight, ending a nearly 20-month pandemic shutdown. Higgins is among a group of American leaders now urging Ottawa to drop its requirement that anyone entering Canada needs to get a pricey COVID-19 test. And during his speech to delegates from 200 nations at the UN Climate Summit in Scotland, former U.S. President Barack Obama took aim at China and Russia. He says the two countries are displaying a dangerous absence and urgency in cutting emissions. I'm Pam Fedek. Now, discover Moose Jaw Sports. The Moose Jaw Warriors had a successful road trip to Alberta on the weekend. The Warriors got a hat trick from Jagger Furcus and beat Lethbridge 4-1 on Friday night. And then they topped the Tigers in Medicine Hat 3-2 in overtime on Saturday night. Denton Matejchuk set up Furcus for the goal that tied the game with just 2.32 to go in the game and then scored the winner, his fifth of the season, in the extra period. Assistant coach Scott King was pleased to see Matejchuk get that goal. Yeah, I mean, he was the best player on the ice, no question. He, uh, every shift, you noticed him. Uh, he just drives the play um, dynamic. But, yeah, he carried the load. He was, uh, like I said, he was the best player on the ice, and uh, he deserved to get that winning goal because he just competes every shift and he pushes the pace. And, uh, yeah, he's one of, the, one of the elite guys right now in the league. The Warriors now play three straight at home starting tomorrow night when the Red Deer Rebels are in town. Saskatoon Blazers beat Moose Jaw 4-3 in U18 AAA hockey action yesterday. Moose Jaw now 7-5 on the season, and their next action is Thursday in Swift Current. Moose Jaw's Penny Barker Rink went undefeated on the weekend on their way to winning the title at the Sask Women's Curling Tour event at the Moose Jaw Ford Curling Center. The Barker Rink beating Winnipeg's Christy Watling 7-0 in the championship match with Watling conceding after just four ends. Saskatchewan Rough Riders beat the Elks in Edmonton 19-17 on Saturday night. The Riders now 8-4 and on the season. They'll play host to Edmonton on Saturday afternoon. And the NFL Monday Nighter features the Bears in Pittsburgh taking on the Steelers. Now, 
Your Discover Moose Jaw weather. Sunny and windy today. Wind southwest 30, gusting up to 50. The high, 9 degrees. Tonight, clear with a low of minus 6. Tomorrow, sunshine to start, then increasing cloud through the day. Windy again, southeast 30, gusting to 50, the high 8. Rain overnight Tuesday with a low of minus 2. Wednesday, cloudy, scattered showers, high plus 4. Remembrance Day Thursday, cloudy, a 40% chance of flurries with a high of minus 3. And Friday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high of plus 1. Yesterday's high in Moose Jaw, 11 degrees. Normal high at this time of year is plus 2. Normal low, minus 8. The record high, 20, set in 1999. The record low, minus 22, in 1973. Sun came up at 8.05, and the sun goes down at 5.27 tonight. This hour, Moose Jaw, sunny and 5. Regina, 4. Cinnaboya Gravelberg, 6. Rockland Coronac, 5. Swift Current, 5. Elbow, 6. Davidson Watrous, 5. Once again, a Cinnaboya, 6. Regina, 4. And with the wind, southwest at 37, gusty up to 50. And the relative humidity at 42%. It's 5 degrees and Moose Jaw. <laughs> A spectacular crash on Caribou Street East last hour. The Road Report and the Paul Martin Commentary coming up. Saskatchewan farmers, if you're emptying grain bags this fall or clearing out used grain bags from previous years, please recycle them. Clean Farm Saskatchewan-based recycling network keeps the plastic out of landfills and contributes to cleaner farms and a cleaner environment for future generations. Plus, the recycled plastic is used to make new industrial products. Make recycling empty grain bags at a Clean Farms location site part of your fall cleanup. For collection site locations and details, go to grainbagrecycling.ca. At Prairie Heart Mobility, you'll feel like family as soon as you walk in the door. Saskatchewan's leader in stair lifts, chair lifts, and a full line of the very best in medical supplies. Whether you're being fitted for equipment for the first time, in need of a repair, or looking to upgrade, Prairie Heart will provide you with the best solution for you and your family. Prairie Heart Mobility, making the hard days a little easier. In Moose Jaw, Regina, and Saskatoon. PrairieHeartMobility.com. Your family here. Home is where the heart is. Prairie Heart Mobility. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. The Road Report on The Heartland at Noon for My Addictions Clothing Boutique in the Town and Country Mall. Full store of fall and winter fashions for sizes small to 2XL at My Addictions Clothing Boutique, Town and Country Mall. No word yet on if anybody was seriously hurt, but emergency crews responding last hour to Caribou Street East, right behind Peacock Collegiate, where a vehicle had flipped on its roof. Again, no reports of uh, any injuries yet. We're working on the story. And uh, we should have the latest on discoverboostjohn.com in minutes. So uh, you might want to avoid that area, Caribou East, right behind Peacock Collegiate. Also on the road report, uh, instead of telling you what roads are closed down, we're starting to tell you what roads are opening up. Caribou Street West, all wide open. All the cast iron water main work is complete, real handy for the people who uh, come and go from William Grayson School. And for all of us on Ninth Avenue and Caribou, that intersection's open with new lines and new rules, so be careful over there. 7th Avenue Northwest, uh, construction continues over there, but the intersection of 7th and Oxford Street Opened up just in time for the weekend. So that intersection is open now. And Gray Street, 900 block, had some sewer and water relay work going on last week. That uh, has opened up now to traffic on the 900 block of Grace, all patched up. If you have trouble in traffic anytime, you can always get in touch with us and we can alert other motorists. It's the Moose Jaw RV and Marine Contest Line, 693-8000. You can also, when it's safe to do so, text us at that same number, 693-8000. Now, today's Paul Martin commentary. There's at least one sector that's unlikely to return to pre-pandemic levels when the COVID era ends, and that's newspapers. This is a segment of the media that's not been able to keep up to changes in technology and consumer habits, and the bleeding only got worse during COVID. And now, StatsCan has come up with a report suggesting things are not going to get any better. Operating revenues fell more than 20% last year for Canadian newspapers. Here on the prairies, the decline was even more severe, 27%. The report on the state of the newspaper industry from StatsCan suggests that while advertising revenues will go up after COVID, 
Newspapers will not gain as much as other media segments, such as radio, television, and Internet. The report's broad message is that consumer news consumption habits are changing. That was the trend before COVID. It accelerated through the pandemic. And while newspapers have had some success in shifting their readers to an electronic format, those subscribers only account for 12% of circulation revenues. I'm Paul Martin. Moose Jaw, notoriously entertaining. Trade bowling for bowling at South Hill Bowling Center. Party on with Rock and Glow Bowling all weekend. Book your Christmas parties now before the prime spots are filled. Fully licensed with automatic scoring. For reservations, call 693-0955. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Well, the numbers are coming down, but uh, the COVID-19 pandemic uh, is still here. We're down to 41 active cases in the local south-central zone now, as of yesterday. So that's down uh, three from the 44 we reported on Friday. The downward trend of COVID cases in Saskatchewan continues. And in the daily update, the province reported yesterday, that is, 157 new cases, 231 recoveries, so dropping the active total down to 1,665 Six more people have died. The provincial death toll now at 872. 191 people are in hospitals across the province, 47 of them in intensive care units. Locally, the next COVID-19 vaccine clinic is coming up at Ross School tomorrow from 10 till 5. You can get Pfizer, you can get Moderna, and you can get the influenza vaccine tomorrow in Moose Jaw again at the old Ross School on the east side tomorrow from 10 till 5. Well, the good folks at the Royal Canadian Legion uh, had planned on uh, having the full service again this year and get back to, uh, quote-unquote, normal, but um, that's not going to happen. Safety first. So the Remembrance Day service, uh, Branch 59 of the Royal Canadian Legion, had to make the difficult decision. We've told you about that. The ceremony will be what they call in a, a hybrid event. So starting at 1045 Thursday morning, November 11th, there will be a live stream on the local Legion's Facebook page, and we'll carry that on Discover Moose Jaw as well. While there is limited seating available to watch the ceremony in person, at Jones Parkview Funeral Home on Hoshalega Street West. There's only enough room for 150 people. Those in attendance will have to show proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test to attend. And the Legion will also provide a viewing of the event at the local branch with the doors opening at 10 a.m. And that'll be followed by the annual open house. Today on the Heartland at Noon, we're featuring uh, local veteran Legionnaire Sue Knox who can uh, now add military historian to her resume, I believe. She has unveiled a project that honors 500 local and local area people who paid the ultimate price for our freedom. Uh, Let's start with your military history, Sue Knox, if I recall correctly, a longtime member of the Royal Canadian Navy, right? Correct. 22 years in the Navy and another 10 working with D&D prior to that. Okay. And... uh, I didn't see any real war-type service, but I was in war zones during that time. You, uh, I know a proud, uh, a proud former member of, uh, of the uh, Royal Canadian Navy. I know that. And a longtime legionnaire. Uh, and, and always, you, for many years, I mean, you've joined us uh, on this program in advance of Remembrance Day a number of times. Uh, the Legion, the people at the Legion, very important to you. That's true. Um, our veterans are, are a significant, significant, uh, part of our Legion population. Um, we also have a number of civilians who, uh, frequent the Legion on a regular basis and, uh, they provide, uh, the big basis of volunteers for, um, especially this time of year when we're doing our poppy and wreath campaign and, um, getting poppy trays out to the various businesses around the city and then collecting them again afterwards. Have we, and I believe on Poppy Day, uh, which was a week ago Saturday, I did see some people out and about with trays. Uh, Are we able to continue with that leading up to Remembrance Day? Uh, We just, we have a uh, one-day Poppy Day is what it's referred to, and we just go out on the one Saturday or and it's usually the Saturday that's uh, 
about a week and a half away from Remembrance Day. Um, and we do that once, uh, and then we leave the trays in various locations at businesses around town for the remainder of the time. And then we collect. We start collecting them the day after Remembrance Day normally and uh, take in the funds that have been collected and donated by um, the folks around the city. And uh, we also, <clears throat> just prior to that, we solicit the businesses individually because a lot of them are new um, and they're not aware of what we do have down at the Legion if they don't go down there. So we have our wreath campaign that goes for about a week and a half um, and starts the week prior to uh, the poppy day that we have. So, I love your uh, – we're, we're, we should explain we're both masked up. Sue and I are masked up. We're close to six feet apart here in the CHAB studio. <laughs> And we're both fogging up here. Are you, are you, are you still there? <laughs> I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> and thank you for masking up, by the way. That's the only way we can do business in this room uh, these days. And the mask you're wearing, uh, lest we forget mask, uh, available at the Legion? Um, I'm not sure where these ones are. Uh, my partner, Chris, got this one. Um, and I'm not sure if she ordered it from the Legion directly or if she got it downtown. But we do have some for sale downtown, um, and they have a poppy on one side. So they are available uh, at the Legion for uh, $10 plus tax. And uh, you can just go down and go to the bar, and they're available at the bar. Very good. Uh, also, a uh, special edition of the uh, commemorative edition uh, to commemorate the 100th anniversary of the poppy. We can get those two at the Legion, right? Yes. Awesome. And we should also explain, I think we've done it before, but we can do it again, uh, the money that we raise locally uh, stays local and, and goes to assist local veterans, right? It does. Um, we have a number of uh, donations that come in, uh, not just all together at this time of the year. They come in throughout the year. Um, but all those funds stay in, for the most part, they stay in Moose Jaw. Uh, we do support the Leave the Streets Behind program that is run out of SAS Command in Regina, but it also benefits our vet veterans back here. They just take charge of that. And uh, we've had a couple of veterans this year that we've helped um, with regards to the Leave the Streets Behind program, got them into apartments, got them off the street, uh, gave them um, food cards, to get them started, and uh, we also try and help them if they have um, physical or mental disabilities to get them the help that they need, and those funds all go towards payment of those requirements. Wonderful. And, you know, it, it wasn't that long ago that when we talked about Remembrance Day, uh, I, I mean, we just we thought about World War I and we thought about World War Two. Times have changed now. Uh, now when we're supporting our veterans, uh, we're talking about, uh, in some cases, some pretty young people. That's true. Um, our soldiers now, uh, soldiers, sailors, airmen and women, um, are in their 20s to 40s now. Um, our old soldiers during World War One and Two, most of them were 18 to 25, uh, with the odd, odd older one that was able to get in with um, different battalions because of their skill sets or because they had nothing else to do at the time. Uh -huh. But, yeah, we're dealing with much younger veterans um, compared to 20, 25 years ago. Local Legionnaire Sue Knox is our guest on the Heartland at Noon today, a 22-year veteran of the Royal Canadian Navy and, of course, a proud member of the Royal Canadian Legion, Branch 59 in Moose Jaw. Now, let's talk about this history project that uh, that I saw all about. Um, it's it's quite a project. It, it started, from what I understand, with research into your own family's military history? Well, initially it started with uh, um, sort of looking back on my heritage, and I got involved with a site um, online. And uh, as I as I worked through trying to find old relatives of mine across the country and as far away as Europe, 
Um, I got into more on the military side because of my service and then their service. Um, all of my relatives who, who fought or served in the uh, First and Second World Wars are now gone. But it tweaked me uh, because I also um, look forward to Decoration Day every year in June and uh, looking after the, the graves out of the three cemeteries that we have locally and uh, trying to find grave sites in conjunction with Parks and Rec who sell those grave sites to the individuals around Mooshka. And a lot of times <clears throat> the veterans don't indicate that they are a veteran when they purchase those sites. And uh, then they kind of get lost to history. Um, but we've been... We've been able to find probably about uh, 30 or 40 over the last three or four years who had graves that weren't marked specifically as veterans and were able to mark those on Decoration Day. And it tweaked me to, to continue that uh, route and try and identify all the grave sites in Musha area that uh, belong to veterans so that they can be appropriately marked from World War One and World War Two, eh? Yes, yep. A lot of the old um, World War One veterans who who managed to come back to Canada uh, and didn't die and were buried overseas are buried in family plots, not necessarily in the veterans' plots out at Rosedale and uh, the Moose Jaw Cemetery. So. Um, trying to identify those individuals when there's really not a lot of records available is difficult. So um, I've walked the cemetery a few times. Um, when we do Decoration Day every year, um, the folks that help us out with that job, uh, including the military, um, the Army, Navy, and Air Force cadets are usually there. Uh, sometimes we have the Cub Scouts and uh, Girl Guides and uh, we just ask them to go through their section once they're finished laying the identified grave sites and look to see if there's any indication of any others that aren't on their list that we can bring forward and, and mark appropriately. What a wonderful project and something that needed to be done, and, and you're doing it. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's very interesting, some of the history that you come up with when you do look into those individuals' histories through Veterans Affairs Canada. And uh, some of them have history, some of them don't. We just mark their graves and, and add them to our list. So now you've compiled all this information in large binders. Um, so so um, what are included in these binders? I'm, I'm assuming some, uh, some official documents, perhaps photos as well? Uh, there are. There's a variety of things that I've come across. Um, it's... Uh, the history is gathered through mostly the Government of Canada uh, website for Veterans Affairs. And each individual, once you identify them, um, has, has a little uh, historical sheet. And uh, typically it gives their name, uh, date of birth, uh, their service number, the age when they died, the force that they served with, whether it's Army, Navy, or Air Force. Um, sometimes the unit that they served with uh, during their last uh, deployment um, also gives additional information, such as where they were born, uh, their enlistment dates, their place of enlistment, um, and then some of them have a little bit of family history, so who their parents were, uh, where they lived in Musha when they enrolled. And uh, then there's uh, typically um, some photos sometimes of the individual, if they manage to get those, uh, of grave sites, of family. Um, some of them have letters home, and some of them have some historical documentation based on their service records that you can gather more information off of. It's the phrase, lest we forget, and uh, I'm afraid uh, we did forget, but um, because of your work, we won't forget. Way to go. Thank you. Labor of love, I bet, eh? It is, yeah. I enjoy it. And a pandemic project. You had nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> 
true. I, I, I spent hours when I had had nothing else to do in my workshop or uh, at the farm. So, yeah, it was good. Way to go. Sue Knox, local legionnaire, uh, telling us about her local military history project. Um, interesting. You, the, I mean, I'm going to say 15 years ago, you couldn't find much uh, on the Internet, but but I think Veterans Affairs uh, is, is doing a pretty good job of that. Uh, if you go to veterans.gc.ca, you can find a lot of military history. In fact, uh, I had done before, and I just called up the page again here today, just looking for my grandfather's military history, and it's there. And he, here's a man, Charles Tate Arbwire. He, uh, he fought in World War I with the Canadian Army uh, and died uh, when my dad was, was training as an officer with the Royal Canadian Air Force in Moss Bank, as a matter of fact. I believe he died in 1942. And there it is on the, uh, on the veterans.gc.ca website. Uh, Charles Tate Carney, Regimental Sergeant Major Charles Tate Carney. It's got, got his service number, uh, his age when he died, uh, what force he was in. Um, also what, uh, cemetery he's, he's buried in. And then six photos, some of some uh, correspondence between my grandmother after he passed away. Also a photo of my grandfather with his first wife and his, and his first two children. And also a photo of his gravestone, uh, in Regina. Uh, Corporal C.T. Carney, 255-679-46th Battalion. Uh, he died at age 58, and it says here, their name liveth forever. I, I, I haven't seen that gravestone since I was about a, about a boy. But if there's somebody listening who wants to look up military history, that's a good place to start, veterans.gc.ca. I'm assuming you use that website to, to find more information as well? I did. <clears throat> that, um, among a few other ones that are linked up to Veterans Affairs Canada, and uh, you can get access to them through that site and and expand your research capability through those. And uh, some of them refer back to um, some of the um, uh, Ancestry.com sites and, and a few others that are out there. And <clears throat> during this week of remembrance, uh, typically you have 10 or 12 days of free access to some of those sites that you can go on and look up information that doesn't cost you anything. Wonderful. Sue Knox, uh, veteran of the Royal Canadian Navy and a proud legionnaire, uh, telling us about her uh, local history project. Is it complete now or are you still working on things? Oh, no. I, I work on it. We get new names every year and and uh, keeps keeps me busy again. It's a good winter project when when the weather's kind of nasty outside. Sure. Will you have this on display at the Royal Canadian Legion? Uh, I haven't yet, but uh, I know the Moose Jaw Express, I've given them some information so that they can post different things on their website this week. And uh, those have been coming through. And part of that's my research, and part of it is uh, Jason Antonio's research in yeah. addition. Good stuff. So they're doing well. Very good. Thank you very much, sir. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me on the show. We'll take a break. We'll be back. Heartland at noon, CHAB. Hi, this is Michelle at Fountain Tire Moose Jaw. We provide the very best in tire and mechanical services with the same-day tire service guarantee, seven days a week. We offer overnight drop-off options, and every service will come with a free pre-winter digital inspection. Fountain Tire Moose Jaw. We're here when you need us most. Urban Cellars has a large selection of wines from around the world and local selections from right here in Canada. Right now, get $3 off all of their exclusive wines, only at Urban Cellars, located on South Hill and happily serving all of Moose Jaw. Get big yields and big rewards with CS2300 from Canterra Seeds, a Roundup-ready canola hybrid that has set the standard for yield and standability. Now, get a $50 per bag instant reward on all purchases of CS2300 with no bundling or minimum purchase requirements. Just simple, straight-up savings. Reap the rewards of this yield powerhouse. Visit Canterra.com to order CS2300 from your preferred retailer today. Always read and follow grain marketing and stewardship requirements and pesticide label directions. We've hidden a microphone somewhere in Moose Jaw, and we want you to find it. It's Hidden Mike on 800 CHAB. Ready, set, go! At the park, along Main Street, with Mac the Moose. Listen each day to hear what sounds the mic is picking up. 
Register at discovermoostraw.com. Get a call and you could win. Great prizes from Western Pizza Express and Telefy Wireless, Bell Kiosk in Town and Country Mall, or the grand prize, a stay-in party package including a TV, electric fireplace, nesting tables, and a bar fridge, all from Canadian Tire in Moose Jaw. Register and find daily clues at discovermoostraw.com. In Mike on 800 CHAB. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. I don't think we had our regular audio clue there at 12.15 this morning uh, for Hidden Mike. Uh, so in case you missed it this morning, here's our latest audio clue. Our Hidden Mike picked this up today, apparently. I have no idea what's making that noise, but I do know there's some birds there. So you piece all those clues together. Take a look at the uh, at the daily clue on discovermoosejohn.com and get registered. That's the only way you can play Hidden Mike and uh, make your guess as to exactly where we've hidden that microphone and you could be a big winner. Get registered today on discovermoosejohn.com. Also on Discover Moose Jaw, you can actually uh, see this interview. It's it's a video recording an album during a pandemic. Megan Nash fills us in. Yeah, you can see the video uh, that visit uh, that Megan Nash had with our Sharon Church, and uh, you can listen to it right now on the Heartland at Noon. We are so happy to have you here today. Sharon Church, I'm so happy to be here with you. And, you know, I know this doesn't work very well for radio, but I do really love your glasses. Oh, <laughs> thank you very much. They're brand new. I'm getting older and can't see the computer. So here we are now. Well, they look great. <laughs> thank you so much. You look great. Your album cover looks great. I've been catching <laughs> clips. I have your album right here. Look at this. Look at this beautiful girl. <laughs> Ooh, thanks. I've been catching your clips on Facebook of your music videos. Please tell me what you've been up to these last, oh, I don't know, 20 months. I see you've been very, very busy. Well, yeah, it's been it's been a different pace of busy. Um, <laughs> you know, like we have two we have two shows coming up at the end of the month. And I was talking to um, friends about it. Usually any kind of shows would be sandwiched in between hundreds of other shows but that's not the case right now of course right like we played we played swift current um last week and that was amazing and we, we're playing regina and saskatoon at the end of the month and I'm really looking forward to that and then we will be playing moose jaw in march nice yeah where, where will you be playing in moose jaw at the may wilson theater love that venue love that venue so much and so yeah we'll be we'll be back um locally in Moose Jaw in March and these shows they do mean so much to me because of course we weren't able to do them for so long and um but you know in the last 19 20 months however long it's been now um we were trying to figure out how to continue to record this album so um I'm really grateful that my band you know took it upon themselves to in some cases te like teach themselves how to record uh from home and that's really how we ended up making the album is um, sending it to Justin Bender, another Moose Jaw person, <laughs> and uh, sending the tracks to him. And then he mixed and mastered it in, from his studio in, in Moose Jaw. But so much of this album um, was recorded in our own homes. And the, the amount the, that, that added so much time to the process in a really... Um, at times frustrating way but also um I was also grateful for the extra time too because we were it just allowed you I guess to do more editing or sit, just sitting with each track and sitting with each song and thinking like is this the actual <laughs> thing we want to do you know I don't know I was just giving away more time which was I spent more time on it yeah so you had never done that as a band you you had always been in studio together collaborating together for the most part, yeah, yeah. I it was such a learning curve and and a different. Just it was so it was yeah, it was so strange at times. But um, that was a, such a, a you know a part of recording that I really loved was being in the studio with everybody, right? The the friendship, the snacks, the jokes, um, and then producing each other. Like I I'm uh, I'm I produced this record 
Um, my band co-produced it. And, and the, the album before, Seeker, that we released in 2017, that was also a co-production. So um, we didn't have the chance to produce each other, or, like, to each other in the same way. Um, but we tried our best through, you know, like just especially when I think about I think about my guitarist, Darnell Stewart. He's in Saskatoon. And the way that him and I work together throughout this process is, you know, so many little voice memo, like little clips here or there sent being sent back and forth. Um, he, he Yeah, he was so generous sending me different clips and ideas. And then, yeah, just figuring out different ways to do that and to keep morale high and, <laughs> you know, keep, oh, yeah. keep the project moving forward. Well, and did you write these songs during the pandemic? Were they written before? Where in the process were you um, when this album, you know, kind of began? So we had actually recorded the majority of Artifact and Quiet, that are two songs on this album, um, in January 2020. And then we had a week of studio time um, booked for after the, what when the Junos were supposed to happen in March 2020 but of course then we were just like staying at home and it took me a little while to feel like I wanted to keep working on the album because I was just such a shock right like we all went through this collective and they're still going through you know this this collective trauma and it's just it's a lot um so it kind of took me a bit to get back on my feet. <laughs> and uh, then when uh, then when I did, um, uh, it was interesting sharing because like for me, because I thought this album was done. And then I did a photo shoot, the photo shoot that for the album with the cake. And that's in Crescent Park. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. But I, we did that photo shoot and that was in September 2020. And then I went home and within a month I'd written two more songs that kind of became like the mission statements for the album so table for one and table for one um reprise that's that's from that was inspired by that that photo shoot which again because of the the extra time we had to take that allowed that that the process was so different and through collaborating with you know a fellow creative aaron sinclair wonderful photographer out of regina two more songs came out of it so it was just such a different process yeah well we're so glad that you did keep going i i saw the clip of table for one it's a beautiful video the clip that i saw the lyrics <laughs> are great um I, I also saw the video for coffee as well what else did i see oh and um oh chew quietly clean slates uh but can you tell me a little bit about the video for coffee yeah. what was inspiration because it is a little bit of a different video I see with your like what was the inspiration you're in well what are you wearing well, I'm wearing a hot dog costume yes <laughs> is that does that signify anything or is it symbolism or is it like what what made you decide to do the costume there with that video that song for me is so vulnerable and I feel, you know, just when you're open, when you're being vulnerable, sometimes you can just feel, for lack of a better word, silly when you're, you know, when you're being that open. And so I thought, well, I want to look like how I feel <laughs> sometimes when I'm singing this song and singing and singing these songs where I'm really where, where I'm really putting myself out there. And sometimes you just feel silly. So I wanted to be a hot dog. I love it. Well, thank you for being vulnerable. I love I love that little tidbit. <laughs> information there because I think we all do we all feel silly when we have to kind of be raw and vulnerable and it's it's kind of feels weird so it kind of breaks the tension a little bit there yeah thanks and it, it's just it's just like I you know so much about being human is just feeling so awkward you know like that so that 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 video for me you know I'm I am being really vulnerable with my lyrics and I wanted to look as awkward as I feel and so this video for me is like, you know, when you wave to or like when someone like waves to a friend that's behind you <laughs> and you wave back, that's, ah. that's just kind of, you know, how I want, how I wanted, to, how I feel and how maybe the, the, the viewer to kind of feel like, oh, <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> let's let's talk about something that you're not awkward in live. When you play live, you're you're so fantastic. And I, I'm excited that you you. <laughs> 
some live shows coming down uh, the loop here. Tell us a little bit about what it's like playing live now versus what it was like, of course, you know, in the heyday, you know, BC before COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it is interesting to me how quickly I can slip back into just like feeling, feeling like, like everything's normal. Obviously it, it looks different. Like everybody in the show at the show in Swift Current, the show in Swift Current was my first indoor show, um, with an audience. Like we've done, we did some stuff that was just like for filming last year. Um, but this was the first time I did a, did an indoor show. And so everyone's wearing masks, but now that's like, that's become, you know, we're, we've been so used to that too, but, um, still there and that feeling of connection and I'm just reminded I'm I it it's I'm reminded I'm like oh yeah this is what I do <laughs> you know I went through um a bit of like a um it, it's so easy to forget when you're not doing it like I went from you know playing 100 shows a year to you know none or I think in 2020 I think we did play a, I think it was less than 10 but we were able to do a few outdoor shows the drive-in shows were amazing like that, that the production is so you need so much production to to pull that stuff off but like um it was really cool to get to do some of these you know shows that have been tailored to to be safe around covid um i don't know sorry sharon i feel like my answer is so rambly it's just overwhelmingly awesome <laughs> to be back up on stage like i can't even uh, can't even describe it but once like for the 45 minutes when you're playing it's like you just get lost in the music and you're just like you're in it you're in it you're in it and then when you go to the merch table it's like oh yeah here's some distance <laughs> oh, like here's here you know um, yeah uh, yeah so it's not like the old days 100 percent, but it's just i feel so blessed to be able to do it in any way shape or form right now absolutely so you're going to be at the exchange uh friday november 26th uh in regina and then your saskatoon date is when November 27th. November 27th. Okay, so back to back, Regina and Saskatoon. Um, how do people get tickets? They um, can get tickets on my website, just meganash.ca. And then also the tickets for the Moose Jaw Show, too, are also live. Um, so, yeah, March 19th for the Moose Jaw May Wilson Show. And I actually haven't announced the opener for that show yet, but I'm very excited. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> Keep our eyes peeled. Also, where can we find your album? Where can we buy it? It will be on the internet. But if you want to have a, a compact disc in your hands, you can go to um, Against the Grain in downtown Moose Jaw um, and buy a copy. You can also visit the gas station, uh, the Moose Jaw Co-op gas station on Thatcher Drive, Ross Park. Mm -hmm. Rock. Ross Park uh, Gas Bar has copies as well. So, and also, yeah, shout out to those local businesses that are willing to, to carry my CDs for me. I do appreciate that. Well, we're so excited that you're playing live again because you are phenomenal live. Love the album. Love checking out the videos. That's super exciting that you've got that. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for the future for, for you, Megan Nash. Uh, thanks, Sharon. That's nice of you to say. And thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me today. And, and I just really appreciate the ongoing support from Mix 103. Thank you so much. Megan Absolutely. Nash. Megan Nash and the uh, Best of Intentions, the new record called Soft Focus Futures. And here's the opening track. It's called uh, Table for One. It's on 800 CHAB. I think you'll like it. Oh, how 
shameless when suffering silence and on the days I try to find balance I trip when they say at least you'll get something out of it so I have my cake and I kept the house and I fixed that tab and I trapped the They still can't believe that you packed up and left Like four years and vows meant nothing And oh, how shameless when suffering silence And on the days I try to find balance I trip when they say at least you'll get something out of it I trip when they say at least you'll get something out of it trip when they say at least you'll get something out of That's a passionate voice right there. The vocal stylings of Megan Nash. The song called Table for One. Uh, Megan Nash and the Best of Intentions. Their new record, Soft Focus Futures. If you want to listen to more, check out MeganNash.ca today. We'll take a time out. We'll be back. Heartland at noon, CHAB. The Moose Jaw Co-op Liquor Store knows that you enjoy nights of cards, games, and laughter. You gather with neighbors, family, and friends for eggnog lattes, cold beer, or a glass of Pinot Noir. The Moose Jaw Co-op Liquor Store is for the host, for the guest, for you. Stocked for the holiday season with competitive pricing, specials, and giveaways. Plus, every Moose Jaw Co-op Liquor Store purchase earns you equity and cash back membership benefits. Become a Moose Jaw Co-op member today. Be part of something bigger. You're a problem solver, a jack of all trades. You work a demanding job and you've got a lot of things to juggle. Worrying about your health coverage shouldn't be one of them. With health insurance from Saskatchewan Blue Cross, you won't have to foot the bill for your health and wellness expenses, like that emergency visit to the dentist or the long overdue adjustment from the chiropractor. Personal health plans for contractors, freelancers, small business owners. Personal health plans for you. Visit sk.bluecross.ca. You can play your favorite music on 800 CHAB, get the latest local news, or hear the weather for the week. All from your smart device. Set up your Google Home or Alexa today. It's as simple as... The click of a button, and you're listening to 800 CHAB. Find instructions on how to set up your smart device under the quick links at discovermoosejaw.com. One farmers, if you're emptying grain bags this fall or clearing out used grain bags from previous years, please recycle them. Clean Farm Saskatchewan-based recycling network keeps the plastic out of landfills and contributes to cleaner farms and a cleaner environment for future generations. Plus, the recycled plastic is used to make new industrial products. Make recycling empty grain bags at a Clean Farms location site part of your fall cleanup. For collection site locations and details, go to grainbagrecycling.ca. In a world where yield robbers like Clubroot and Blackleg lurk in the soil, one canola hybrid has the stem to take a stand. CS3000TF, a high-yielding TrueFlex canola hybrid from Canterra Seeds. Featuring second-generation Clubroot and multigenic Blackleg resistance with the flexible rate and timing of TrueFlex canola with Roundup Ready technology. Visit Canterra.com to order CS3000TF from your preferred retailer today. Always read and follow grain marketing and stewardship requirements and best aside label directions. Discover Moose Jaw weather for Prairie Heart Mobility. Make life easier with quality mobility products. Discover your options at prairieheartmobility.com. Today is mainly sunny, wind from the southwest at 30 kilometers per hour, gusting up to 50 and a high of plus 9. Tonight, clear with a low of minus 6 and a wind chill of minus 10 overnight. Tomorrow, sunny with some clouds in the afternoon, wind coming from the southeast at 30 kilometers per hour, gusting up to 50 in the morning, a high of plus 8 and wind chill of minus 10 in the morning. Tomorrow night, rain with a low of minus 2. 
Wednesday, cloudy with a small chance of showers, a high of plus four. Thursday, cloudy with a chance of flurries and a high of minus three. Friday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high of plus one. For complete online weather anytime, click on discovermoosejaw.com or the Moose Jaw Live app. I'm Katherine Ludwig. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Well, we're going to run out of time for the feature on the bats, but you can see uh, that story on Discover Moose Jaw. It's alarming. Uh, two species of bats here in Saskatchewan are endangered, and that's not good. Bats eat mosquitoes. We don't want to lose the bats. Uh, so we'll save that piece uh, to run tomorrow on the Heartland at noon. Uh, big news tonight. We'll have this on the Heartland at noon tomorrow. Clive Tolley, a former Moose Jaw City Councilor, lifelong Moose JVM, uh, won the mayoral by-election last week. It became official on Friday with all the votes uh, tabulated and retabulated. Leadership, vision, and teamwork learn from the past to plan for the future. Clive told us his drive for five would be to revitalize River Street and enhance tourism, make Crescent Park and downtown safe again, fix the 4th Avenue Bridge, plan for a new bridge to Southwest South Hill, and improve minor sports facilities, and keep summer ice. So, uh, Clive Tolley, his first city council meeting tonight, he'll be sworn in, and again, we'll have that story tomorrow right here on the Heartland at noon. I should also mention we're radiothoning on 800 CHAB. The Jim Pattison Children's Hospital here in Saskatchewan needs our help. And that radiothon will be on the radio tomorrow and Wednesday on 800 CHAB. So stay tuned for that. And we'll have more on uh, on that radiothon right here on the Heartland at noon tomorrow. One more thing. 800 CHAB is pleased to welcome back Rusty Dean. She'll be on 800 CHAB weekday afternoons from three till six and that all starts today so make sure you tune rusty in from three till six on 800 chab so exciting just another reminder today if you're not already get registered to win on hidden mic go to quick links on discovermoosejob.com and uh, follow the prompts give us your name give us your number And who knows, we could be calling you tomorrow morning at 7.15 as we try to piece together the clues to find out exactly where we have hidden that microphone and you could win big. Get registered on discovermoosejaw.com right now for your chance to play. And each morning, we call somebody to take a guess at where that microphone is hidden. And the first person to figure out exactly where it is will win an amazing at-home party package from Canadian Tire, including a new TV, an electric fireplace, nesting tables, and a wine fridge, and more. Randy Rossness, guest Crescent Park this morning. No. And that's not specific enough either, but it's not in Crescent Park. So you know that. But he won himself a nice prize, a $25 gift certificate for Western Pizza Express here in Moose Jaw. So you see, everybody's a winner. The Daily Commentary's next. The Canadian Dream. What's the Canadian Dream? I'll expand on that on the Daily Commentary. On the Heartland at Noon. 800 CHAB. Connecting the community. Hi, this is Terry Murak, the principal of St. Mary's School here in Moose On November 27th, from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., the school bus will be parked outside of South Hill Fine Foods. With donation of either $5 or $10, you can purchase a bag of non-perishable food items from Fine Foods, which will then be placed onto the school bus by our students. We look forward to partnering with South Hill Fine Foods as well as our community. Thank you for considering participating in our event, and we're looking forward to seeing everyone on Saturday, November the 27th. Thank you. Connecting the community. Brought to you by Herpist Financial, a proven track record of achieving your financial goals one step at a time. Roto's Pizza, serving Moose Jaw since 1963. The best in town, and you know it. And Community Service Radio, 800 CHAB. Attention, Cattle Producers. This Friday, November 12th at 12 noon, at Manicotta Stockman's Way Company is an all breeds calf sale. Last week, Angus Calf Sale. 458 steers sold for 235, 558, 210, 650 weights is $1.97. All our sales are broadcast on dbauction.com. Updates on our Facebook page. This Friday is our last cow sale of the season. November 19th, an all class sale of cattle sale. Call 306 478 2229.
You're listening to 800 CHAB along with us at LBBD Auto Body. Hi, I'm Terry, and we are proud to say that we now have the highest level of accreditation for safe and quality collision repair in town. You've heard of the American dream. What's the Canadian dream? Well, these days it's freedom, along with financial and environmental health, according to the findings of a recent study from Angus Reid, commissioned by Mogo Inc., a digital payment and financial tech company. Asked what they think is the most important aspect of the Canadian dream, 33% said financial security, while 24% said freedom to follow personal dreams. 11% said buying a home. 11% said living without discrimination. And 6% said having a family. Also, when asked what is the most important to them personally, 33% of Canadians said providing for their loved ones, while 29% said enjoying life right now, and 11% said building wealth. And I'm thinking, most of those 11% are the people who want to take their Canadian dream to Arizona, Mexico, Florida, and California to get away from the Canadian winter. Right? I'm Rob Carney.